You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. boss. Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and we are back here at our home station, She's the Boss Radio. I am so glad to be back with you all. Um, it's just another beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, as you can hear, I am solo dolo today. But I'm actually pretty excited about being solo. It's rare you guys get to hear me by myself. I always have either uh, Lay with me or my other co-host, Paco, who's definitely um, already on my my case about getting on. So I'm going to get him on here soon. But um, yeah, I'm just excited to be here today. Um, It's been such a busy couple of weeks. Can I just say like... This year of 2022 is just going by the quickest. (laughs) Like, I literally just felt like it was January. Now, here we are close to the end of August. A lot of us are gearing up. If you have kids at home like I do, you're gearing up for back to school coming up very soon. I see a lot of already my people down south. Some of their kids are already back in school. Some of my nieces, I want to shout out to them. And my nephews as well who are starting their next school year. It's just a time. I love this time of year, though, because, you know, the summer has been a good summer. And I love the fall of the year. I love, like, the crisp mornings and, you know, the nice uh, breezy yet sunny afternoons. Like I love the fall of the year. So I'm already digging the weather I've been feeling lately. I'm going to spread those positive vibes in the universe for that to continue. Cause I need that in my life. <laughs> okay. So today, um, this episode, I'm very excited. Um, our topic for today is life lessons with blue. Um, And this topic, actually, um, it's just, you know, as you're gearing into turning into a new season, um, you know, as far as climate goes and as far as, you know, looking towards winding down the year. Um, It's always good, as I said in our last episode, just to do like a little quarterly reflection over how you've been growing, where you are things that you think about yourself, it's always good to do that type of reflection. Um, And today, that's exactly what we're doing. Before I get into that, I forgot to remind you guys, who is the Blue Room? So our mission here is to provide a fun-loving atmosphere for positivity and enlightening conversation with a splash of gossip and tea. So, um, of course, you know I have a couple of topics I'm going to incorporate into my life lessons today. One in particular that's really been... um, on my heart and my mind um, since I've been hearing the conversation. So I definitely want you guys to stay tuned into this whole entire episode because I'm going to be dropping a lot of gems and y'all are going to really get into who exactly Blue is and how I became um, who I am today and who I'm still looking to grow into. Um, a lot of people, I don't open up that much those that much about myself to other people. So um Yeah, this is definitely a good episode for y'all to tune into the whole time. So sit back, relax, and let's jump into this so true moment. So um, this quote this week is provided by um, one of my favorite entertainers, Janelle Monae. 
I love her. I just love her, um, how authentic she is and just how she really just doesn't care. <laughs> um, she's just the I don't care, this is me of this current generation. And I love her for that. So one thing she said a while ago on her Twitter is, even if it makes others uncomfortable, I will love who I am. And can I tell you that's a life lesson all within itself? Um, even if it makes other people uncomfortable, I will always love who I am. Um, and that definitely ties into the conversation we had last week about worth, about really just owning who you are, embracing who you are, not falling short or dimming your light just to appeal to everyone else. And with that, it comes with understanding that not everyone will understand the vision you have for yourself or the reason why you act a certain way or the love that you give other people. And can I tell you, it's not your responsibility to figure out why they don't understand it's your responsibility as a person to if you believe in the vision you have for yourself and the goals you set for yourself if you believe in the way that you love people and the way that you do things for people if others around you who you care about don't agree with it it's their loss like it's not your responsibility to sit around and ponder and be like well why don't they understand this, this is hurting my feelings. They're not understanding. That's totally not your call. Self-love is self-taught. It can't be given by anyone else. Um, and that's something that, again, took lots of time and effort for me to really just dive into with myself is, you know, what do you love about yourself? <laughs> like, I had to literally think about one day, like, what do I like about myself? I know that I'm a good person. I'm giving. I know that I'm funny. I'm always there for all of my family members and friends. But those are all things that I do for others. What does Blue love about herself for herself? And the same things that I love that I give to others, I need to learn how to love and give that back to myself, right? So I need to learn how to invest time into myself. You know, as much time as I take out to stop and help my fellow brother or sister, I need to stop and help myself in a moment where I'm feeling overwhelmed or I may just need to take a beat, disconnect and, you know, reconnect with, you know, my my inner peace. Right. Um, and that's totally OK. Um, one thing, another quote that I love by RuPaul, if you guys ever watch RuPaul's Drag Race, is that RuPaul always says at the end of her show, she says, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else, right? And I feel like this ties completely into everything that I've just been talking about these last two shows is that before you can even attempt to look outside of the love within, you have to love yourself. You have to be comfortable, as Janelle, as Janelle Monet said, comfortable within yourself, comfortable within the gifts and the talents that you have within yourself, knowing that it's worthy of whoever comes into your space, right? And that's what I love about RuPaul is that's just the realest of the real. Like, if you can't be okay with the flaws within yourself, with the little things that you think um, are just not the most attractive about yourself. If you're not okay with those things, how do you expect someone else to come into that space and embrace that as well? It's it's very hard to do that. And one of the flaws that I sometimes joke about a lot with my family and friends, but y'all who are listening, y'all already know what I'm about to say. And it's it's very um it's very uh superficial flaws for my outside flaws. Like I told y'all last week, I never really had an outside 
a self-confidence issue. I've always thought I was a beautiful person. But the little things that I don't like about myself, real superficial, right? Number one, I have very chubby fingers, guys. (laughs) Like I always, and I don't know what my problem is. I feel like I have baby hands for the rest of my life. Like I look at my hands sometimes, and then I look at one of my little nieces or nephew's hands. I'm like, yeah, we got the same little chubby base of our fingers. We got the little fat pockets. We got the same hands. (laughs) So, and Honestly, superficial, right? But that's one of the major flaws about myself that, again, like, I would nip, I nitpick sometimes. I pull at my fingers. I'm like, your fingers are so chubby. Are there finger calisthenics? What can you do to make your fingers lose weight, (laughs) right? But that's just me. And another thing is my nose. Now, everyone's like, your nose? My nose. Like, my nose fits my face. But, like, growing up, I never really saw a lot of people with a nose like mine. So I always just had this weird... um, I guess you would say self-confidence, like, oh, I don't like my nose. But then when I meet other people, they're like, oh, your nose is cute. It fits your face. And it definitely does fit my face. But I said all that to say the flaws about myself, the little little superficial things that I feel like don't make me as perfect or as um, attractive to someone else, those are the very things that you have to love on yourself the most about, right? So even though I got chubby fingers, I got to love on these fingers because I want a ring on it one day. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to love these fingers because I'm gonna need me to have my Prince Charming to put a finger to put a ring on my finger. Um, same thing about my nose. Like my nose, the mere little thing that I didn't like about my nose, spit out a baby. My baby Genesis Rose has the same nose as I do. <laughs> so all that all those years of pondering and just being like, I don't like my nose. This doesn't fit my face. All those years of that and I spit out a baby that has the same exact nose, actually same exact fingers, hands, everything like her mama. <laughs> and so I have to say when I had my my daughter Genesis, I named her Genesis because she truly was my new beginning to just figuring out who I was. Um, and you'll hear a lot about that throughout this episode, um, because prior to having her, I was in a struggle of trying to figure out how I can balance still being a part of the world, in a sense, and also embracing the newfound relationship that I was finding with God. Um, the relationship you have with God or any faith that you're instilled in as a child, you know, growing up, you do what your parents say. So most of the time as a child, you just incorporate the practices that you see around you, right? But once you hit 18, that's when you start to really have the free will to make your own decisions. And when I started college and I started meeting new people who didn't exactly go to church Monday through Sunday like I did, um, it really opened my eyes to a different way of viewing life and viewing people. And then I had a battle of how do I fit in all this? Now that I know this information of, you know, what others are doing, how can I still um, be in that space, but also operate in the new mindset that I have? And so, again, I'm going to be dropping these gems all, all show long so you guys will be able to stay tuned and really figure out how I navigated through that. But I have to just reiterate this quote one more time from Janelle Monet, And it's, even if it makes others uncomfortable, I will love who I am. And that's indeed what I had to learn. Um, and I've learned that now is, you know, I can't knock who I am. I can't knock what was instilled in me. And with that, there's no point in wasting energy and hiding it and 
trying to um, diminish it to make others uncomfortable. In the meantime of while you're doing all that, you're making yourself uncomfortable. You're putting up a fake mask around others to make it seem like you're one way, when in reality, that's not exactly how you feel. So I encourage my listeners today to stay focused. Um, Stay focused on exactly what you love about yourself at all times because those are the things that are going to draw people into you right you whenever you draw people in whatever attention you put out on social media or you put out into the atmosphere with the words you say the actions you do it's always a reflection of yourself so again don't worry about making others uncomfortable be comfortable with yourself Love yourself. Love on yourself. Make sure the very flaws that you love to nitpick about yourself, that you always keep those in the forefront of just, you know what? Yeah, I don't like this about myself, but it's still what makes me beautiful. It still is what makes me important. And that's what it's all about, (laughs) y'all. That's all that is about is just making sure that you keep that self-love within yourself. So real quick, I wanted to also mention um, while we're talking about the show and everything that's coming up, I am looking for um, guests to come on the show. And I'm also looking for some advertisers who would love to share their business with our show. She's the Boss Radio is a great, great platform. Um, they have, we're just so diverse here. So many different topics are discussed here weekly. And so I want to extend that invitation to everyone today that if you have a business of some sort that you're working on, if you have some sort of um, product, if you have ideas, I am always looking for people to join me here on this platform. So here's what you got to do. All you have to do is follow me on all my social media platforms. Um, You can follow me on Facebook at The Blue Room Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at The Blue Room Official um, or my personal Instagram at So Blue So True. Um, And then just send me a DM. Reach out to me. Um, I do have packages that are going to be posted shortly. So you guys will be able to see what packages you're able to benefit from. And then you can definitely come on board. Um, Again, I'm very excited about this season of The Blue Room. We are stepping into lots of different conversation, lots of different ideas that are going to be shared on this platform so I need everyone to stay tuned in even if you don't want to advertise on my show that's all right follow all those platforms so you can stay in touch with the conversation so we are going to go into our first break but when we get back we're going to hop into life lesson number one and this is the one I like the most I'm very excited it's called she who finds herself finds a good thing stay locked y'all we'll be right back We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill all the time. And you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good. Why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service so you won't have wet carpet all day long and you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, 
area rugs. And yes, they're pet friendly too. Why don't you get a free no obligation estimate today? Neatly done, sanantonio.com. Yeah, that's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog-eat-dog world and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever-changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866-494-5945, extension 101, or by checking their website at she's the boss radio.com. Again, that's 866-494-5945, extension 101, or she's the boss radio.com. You could listen to one of those other stations. But what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations. But what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. Boss. Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue. And you are tuned in to another established of our episodes. So here we are talking about life lessons with blue. That's the topic of our discussion today. And the first life lesson that um, I wanted to share with you guys is she who finds herself finds a good thing, right? And I have to start with this because, you know, again, being a churchy baby, you always hear in the scripture, he talking about men who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? And, of course, that's just a way of church people encouraging, first, men to get married. And number two is to push women to, you know, just always present yourself in a certain light to make yourself seem appealing to a man so that you're looking like wifey material, right? But can I tell you that finding yourself first as an individual woman or individual man is not even just she, he or she who finds themselves first. That's a good thing. Find yourself first. Be okay with figuring out what you want without the guidance of others around you. And can I tell you, as the youngest in my family, and also, again, just growing up in an environment where I always cared about what other people thought about me, um, that was really hard for me to to accept and to embrace. Um, reason being, I one of the things I don't like to do is I don't like to disappoint anybody. I'm that type. Um, I'm really loyal to the people that I really care about. That's one of the qualities of being a Gemini. We're just really loyal people. And so when I really care about you, disappointing you, it really breaks my heart, right? So if I can be there for you in any aspect, I'm going to always try to show up. Um, and sometimes what can I can always do to hurt my own feelings is I push and push and push to be there for everyone else. And then when I look up to look for them to show up for me, 
it's, it's no one, right? Or they're not there immediately when I need them. And then that makes me feel a certain type of way because it's just like, oh, God, like they don't care as deeply as I do. They're not investing as much of, you know, their personal feelings and thoughts about how they care about me into my situation, right? Totally backwards. You have to be okay with being alone. I had to learn that <laughs> very, very late. You have to be okay with being alone. You have to be okay with if something happens, you have to deal with it by, by yourself. If there's a venture that you started out with with certain people and for whatever reason they're not ready to move when you're ready to move, you can't give up certain opportunities or even um, just experiencing new things just because the people who started with you aren't there. Um, and that's something that, again, is hard, especially as you go through the transitions, I think, in your 20s, right? Because that's where I am. I'm coming to the end of my 20s. Uh, next year, I'll be turning my dirty 30. So this is definitely like just an inventory audit year for me as far as where am I, where am I personally and my relationships with others around me, right? Like the time that I've invested in friendships since college and high school and the feelings that I feel of, you know, now these, these friendships aren't as strong or they are strong um, and we're, we're just doing so greatly or they're not as strong and we're trying to get back to where they are. How do you navigate all of that, right? And it's, can I tell you it's just an ongoing journey? I can tell now, even though I'm getting to the end of my 20s and I'm saying I'm doing all this audit stuff, it's an ongoing journey. And it's an ongoing um, just total look into yourself and into your surroundings of how you're investing your time and energy into people and relationships. And is it the best for you personally? Are you doing a good thing for yourself? Are you actually finding yourself in the midst of all the things that you're investing your time and your energy into, right? And sometimes I've ran into, honestly, just complete burnout. <laughs> it can be a burnout situation sometimes, especially when you don't take the time to really look into yourself because you're in such autopilot mode, doing everything that you can for everyone else. And you're not taking the time just to do a total investment into yourself to just be like, this is what I need for me right now. Um, especially ladies, once you get into, you know, our motherhood uh, duties and you have the job for those of us who are married or you have a significant other making time for them. Right. Then you got to go into your family, your parents or whoever that's around you, that you your village you have to look out for the time and energy that you're investing into everyone else. You have to ensure that you're finding time to invest it back in yourself. And one thing that I've had to learn in finding myself and finding the good thing within myself is that I'm as much of a superhero that I am. I cannot be everything for everybody at all times because burnout is real. And I've been burnt out at the most worst times um, as of recently. And that's because before the burnout happened, I wasn't listening to the signals within my mind and my body to be like, no, you need to pause and invest in yourself. So before those even happen, right, you need to figure out within yourself, what do I enjoy doing by myself, right? What's something that I enjoy just doing that doesn't involve pleasing my kids or my spouse or making my family members happy? What is it within myself that I can do to, to just 
reconnect with myself and make myself better to give whatever else energy I need to give to the people around me, right? And I'm going to share mine because mine, all my friends know when you don't hear from me, but you see me online, (laughs) this is what I'm doing. And my investment in myself is literally going home. I have a bottle of wine. I got my Netflix. I got my takeout from probably Longhorn or Outback. And I'm hiding in my room and I'm not talking to you. (laughs) Yep, I'm online. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm just scrolling. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just scrolling. I'm laying in my bed. I'm watching Girlfriends on Netflix. And no, I'm not talking to you. I am disconnected. Most likely my phone will be on Do Not Disturb. So yep, all notifications will be silenced. (laughs) And does that sound selfish, especially to those who... Um, depend on me for just random, hey, can you do this real quick? Hey, can you, um, I need to talk to you real quick. I got to get this off my chest. Can you call me? Yeah, that sounds really selfish. Like, no, I can't stop watching my Netflix and eating my steak because, no, this is my time. Like, no, I cannot. I am sorry. Um, And I had to learn how to be okay with saying no in in circumstances like that. And honestly, that's when I first really started finding myself and finding like, you know what, it is a good thing to say no. If for whatever reason to avoid the burnout, saying no is the best way to do it. Be okay with that. And I promise you the people around you will be okay with it too, because they'll know you the best. They'll know exactly the reason why you say no. Will it hurt their feelings? Most likely because you never say no. But it it makes a difference in your total outlook on yourself. Um, life has a way of allowing you to start ventures with certain people. And it's it's hard even when you start with them and then you're changing and then they're not understanding the change in you of like, well, why all of a sudden is a no? Why all of a sudden now? Because she's, you know, doing more things for herself now and, and starting to focus on more on herself. Why does it feel like there's no space for me, right? And can I tell you that sometimes that help, that happens as you elevate in your life as far as figuring out your goals and your dreams or even just, you know, accomplishing some of those goals and dreams, whether it's getting married, buying a house, getting that new car, paying off college debt, okay, being debt-free. That Can I tell you that's a whole, ooh, we're still trying to get there, but can I tell you when I get there, it's going to be a blessing, <laughs> okay? Um, things like that, as you elevate, um, it's, it's hard when people that you started with aren't moving at the same level pace that you are um and I've experienced that mostly um around my college years again once you know everyone has graduated from high school and it's college time you have the decision to either go to college or you can stay back at home and do whatever you want to do right and so as I was looking into of course going to Morgan State I was still at home um trying to maintain just the ministry and everything as far as um, dance at church. Everybody knows I'm a praise dancer. Just maintaining what I've started at church as well as finding myself in college. And can I tell you just that balance of just trying to elevate yourself to new levels but holding on to what was behind you? That's a very terrible tug of war to be in. Um, And what I had to learn is that sometimes even if the people who started with you before aren't willing to move, it's okay to move without them. Um, It's very much okay to move without them. And sometimes in doing that, it creates boundaries, boundaries that weren't there before. Meaning, 
when, when I say boundaries, I mean by those people who aren't moving with you, they're eventually going to understand that, okay, it's either I move with Blue right now <laughs> because she's going to this next level. She's on this this plane of higher thinking for herself and the things that she wants. And we're no longer, you know, dealing with childish things like we used to. So I'm either going to grow and glow with her and be on the same level and think the same way, or maybe I just have to fall back and give her her space. Um, Does that mean the love isn't really there anymore? No, because we're going to be friends to the end, but it's the understanding of the boundary of this is where my mindset is right now. I'm not where you are or where we used to be. We used to, years ago, used to think on the same wavelength of, let's be outside, let's do this, let's do that. Now that I'm here, though, trying to do other things that don't involve just being outside and let just flying by with the wind and making plans, it's, it's okay if you're not there with me yet because I'm still going to love you. But just know that that's my boundary. So it may be a time where a couple of times where you may invite me and I say no. And it's not because I think I'm better than you because I'm going to a I'm on a different thinking plane or I'm going to do other plans that don't involve what you're doing. It simply means that um, I'm focused on me, period, point blank. And it helps when others around you understand that, that even if they aren't a part of the vision, they still have a choice to support you. Or watch from a distance. And just be okay with knowing that for those who choose to do both, whether they choose to support you and watch from a distance, can I tell you that that's okay? Can I tell you that those people who support you and genuinely pray for you and hope the best for you in everything that you do while they're still unsure about how they fit, those are good people. Those are honestly the people that I hold on to the most and I pray hard for because I'm like, you know what? Even though they can't be where I am right now, the fact that I can still feel the love from miles away makes a huge difference. And that that's really all that you can really ask for. When you get in those situations of you're elevating, the people aren't willing to move with you, if they choose to support you and love you from a distance, accept, accept what God allows y'all, accept what the universe allows, accept it, and then put good vibes and prayers into hoping that it'll one day get better. Or if there were just a seasonal friendship or a seasonal situation or environment that you were in, accept the season, take the lessons from it, and keep it pushing. And that's why I'm telling you guys, she who finds herself finds a good thing. Always keep that constant um, radar out for looking into yourself and always looking how to better invest into yourself and figure out what you love about yourself, the things you want and don't want in your environment as you're moving up into higher heights of where you're going in life and what you're trying to accomplish. So sit back, y'all. We're about to hit another break, but can I tell you this next segment is what I'm the most excited about. I'm sure you guys are going to be excited about it as well. It's my life lesson number two. You can love the Lord and still be that girl. We're going to talk about this Beyonce church girl uh, song that's been keeping the social media platforms on fire with conversation. So stay locked, y'all. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? Beauties in the eye. 
We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. Bored with the traditional wedding, birthday, or special occasion celebrations? Do you feel like you just don't want all of the pressure of coordinating your own event? Do your friends all seem to become professional event planners for your memorable moments? Are you thinking of getting engaged and want a romantic way of doing it? Let us design it for you. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Let our photographers help you to make a statement. Want to make an impression with a beautiful arrangement? Speak with our floral designers. Zeal Enterprises, an all-inclusive event management company that provides complete consulting and coordinating services for weddings, anniversaries, reunions, theme and birthday parties, festivals, conventions, and conferences. Our team of professionals are excited to work with you. Call today, 866 494 5945 or go online to www.zealbnr.com to begin designing your event. Remember, in everything you do, do it with zeal. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? She's she's the the boss. Boss radio Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue. And we are still talking about life lessons with Blue. That's the topic of our show today. And as mentioned, we are going to get into life lesson number two. And that is you can love the Lord and still be that girl. Okay, or still be that guy. All right. And I have to jump into this entertainment story that's been coming up and down my timeline. And it's in regards to Beyonce. Um, Of course, since she released her most recent album, Renaissance, it seems like every week somebody got something to say about either her lyrics or the samples on the tracks that she's been using. Um, Of course, this week, and I had a feeling it was coming. When I saw the track list, I was like, somebody going to have something to say about this. This week, it's the song Church Girl that has everybody just up in arms, um, especially within the church community. Um, And I have to uh, mention that Church Girl, I honestly love the song. So you're not going to hear me really bash anything about in this segment right now. I I see both sides of the coin. Um, But the song Church Girl actually samples another song written by the Clark Sisters, who um, they're a very famous legendary gospel group that's been around for decades. Um, And it samples the song Center of Thy Will. 
Okay, and so there was a bishop, um, his name's Patrick Wooten, and he's a bishop for the Church of God denomination, and he had a lot to say in one of his most recent sermons in regards to the Church Girl song, and you guys can definitely, I'm sure you've seen it on the Shade Room, Um, you can definitely just look it up on Instagram to hear exactly what he had to say, but I have a quote here about one of the things he said, and I pulled this from um, TMZ. And he said, the only thing I can account for some of this stuff is somebody done sold their soul to the devil. All I can say to you is this. When you sell your soul to the devil, you get the short end of the stick because you're not going to live but so long when you leave here. So where you're going, you're going to be there forever. It's not a good deal. So basically his whole argument with this, he just felt like, number one, calling the song Church Girl was very um, hypocritical and not the message it should be representing to any community because it's not the lyrics of the song doesn't represent how, quote unquote, a church girl should act. Right. Um, And I must also mention that the songwriter, which is Twinkie Clark, she's one of the main songwriters and lead vocalists for the Clark sisters. She actually signed off and knew that Beyonce was sampling the song for her album. And in one of the quotes, she states, thanks, Beyonce, for listening to my music. And I hope it blesses your soul. Right. Um, Also, Dorinda Clark, who's a member of the Clark sisters, she even just recently responded to the pastor who um, did his sermon in the pulpit saying uh, Beyonce was an abomination. Here comes Pastor Dorinda. She's a pastor as well. Um, She in her one of her sermons says, all right, now y'all leave Beyonce alone now. Leave her alone. She ain't hurting nobody. Leave her alone. Amen. (laughs) Okay. And I have to say the response of Twinkie and Dorinda is really how I, I want all Christians to look at this situation. Um, Can I understand the old school Bishop for how he views what a, a church person, it shouldn't even just be a female issue, how a church person, a church goer should act. I can I can see where where he would think it's an abomination, right? I could see how if you look at the lyrics of the song, right? Um, the beginning is actually not that bad, right? Beyonce says, I've been up, I've been down, feel like I've moved mountains, got friends that cry fountains. And then it gets a little fun because she says, I'm warning everybody as soon as I get to this party, I'm going to let go of this body. I'm going to love on me. Nobody can judge me but me. I was born free, right? And then, of course, she goes into, you know, drop it like a thotty, and that's when it gets lit. But... Can I tell you how this song is, like, the perfect depiction of me as, like, a church girl? (laughs) Like, I have to say, it's me as a church girl because literally as much as I love God, um, I don't always believe in the very um, religious practices of how older religious leaders believe church should go. I believe... Christianity is more so about relationship than it is about the religious practices of it's mandated. I have to be in this seat at this time every Sunday, giving this amount of money. Um, And if I don't do these, these, this and this, then I'm just automatically going to hell. Right. I feel like as we are growing as a nation and as a world, you have to grow with the times. And unfortunately, just with how the pandemic is and how just, you know, social media has blossomed, technology has blossomed. There's so many ways to reach God 
outside of just the typical norm of sitting in one space all the time and and seeking him. And again, I'm a churchgoer, First Macedonia Baptist Church in Ellicott City, where my pastor is my mother, Prophet Swilling. I own that about myself. I love going to my church every Sunday. I love serving in all the capacities that I serve in. But I also have to be honest that I'm a human being, okay? And I enjoy um, having a glass of wine. I enjoy hitting the dance floor. I enjoy putting on a skirt that doesn't always have to touch my ankles. Um, I enjoy dancing um, as much as good as a praise dancer as I am. I I enjoy grabbing a man and dancing on him a little bit. And can I tell you I'm not going to hell? Can I tell you that I'm still going to pray to God before, during, and after the party? Like, I be talking to the Lord while I'm partying. Like, God, did you see him? Like, that's what a relationship is with God. Um, And that's something that religious leaders can't hand you in a bag. Um, As much as they like to... And I'm not talking about all religious leaders, but even just the older school ones who who see this song as just such an abomination, right? Um, you can't hand someone a relationship with God in a bag. You, God has already given us the tools of how to reach him, and it's up to us to form the relationship. No one knows Beyonce's relationship with the Lord but her and the Lord. So for the Bishop to even come out to say off top, like she's going to hell. She sold her soul to the devil. Mind you, everybody been saying that since Beyonce became like the most uh, well-renowned solo artist since she left Destiny's Child. Everybody was just like, oh, she's Illuminati. Everybody's been saying that, right? But even putting that to the side, no one can judge Beyonce but her. And that's what I loved about the lyrics. Like you were born free. We were born with free will. Right. So whatever you decide to do with that free will, that's totally up to you. And when you pass and die and pass away, whatever you believe happens to you is up to you. Right. It's not even the bishop has no space to even throw that to say that it's an abomination. Only thing that I could say may be an abomination might be the the song title. And I feel like that's really where his his issue is is with the song title and the fact that it's the Clark sisters who are very famous in the Church of God in Christ denomination. Um, that's where their their singing career even started. Um, but I just have to say, I love the song. <laughs> I love the song. It's a perfect depiction of me. Um, my main life lesson through hearing this and just gathering my thoughts is ain't nothing wrong with being a church girl. To deny God in front of the world is the same for him to deny me once I get to heaven because I, I believe that's where I'm going. Um, and can I tell you that as an encouragement for people who are struggling with, you know, even if you're not a Christian, just figuring out your spirituality Um, I can just speak for myself as a Christian that I believe that God already knows my shortcomings because he made me. Um, And with that, he knows he knows how to love me. He knows the things that I need Um, and the relationship that we have through constant prayer, seeking him and reading his word, even just in the actions that I do with helping others and just being a good light. Those are all things that help generate and formulate your relationship with God. It's not based off of religious practices that other leaders, older leaders try to instill in you. Um, And I just have to encourage you guys that that it's. It's hard to it's hard to not go over the line, 
right, of knowing your relationship with God, but also enjoying the things of the world. And I have to remind all listeners that one thing about being a Christian is that God promised us in his word that Jesus came to give us life and to give it more abundantly, right? And it's not just promised life in heaven, even though that's what's mostly preached in church is live right down here. You got to go through all the trials down here. And then when you live right, you go to heaven. Of course, that's what can happen. But God also created you to enjoy, to be happy, right? You have to figure out how to be happy while you're trying to get to your happy. And so abundant living Abundant living happens even while you're alive, right? Now, that doesn't mean overindulge, right? That doesn't mean at every party we're, uh, we're on the ground gyrating in the mud and we're turned off our behinds, super intoxicated. That's not what it means. But that does mean that we can enjoy. We can dance around each other, listen to oldies, listen to Beyonce. We can do our, our crazy dances. We can shake a little thing if we want to and not overindulge. We can have a sip of wine. We can have a cocktail and enjoy and still love God, right? Still have a relationship with him. I can go out Saturday night and have a nice karaoke night with my friends or go out and dance, not overindulge, and still mean it when I wake up on Sunday morning and worship God. And that's what the difference is between religion and relationship. So I don't think Beyonce made this song to create any confusion. All of us have all heard Beyonce give credit to God when it was due. Um, if you watch any of her interviews, you already know she she's mentioned her relationship with God before. So I don't take this song as an abomination. I do feel like the past did go a little bit overboard but I just have to encourage all my listeners who may be struggling with building their relationship with God don't hide it um, I can speak from personal experience as a child I hid it so much as a child just afraid of what others would think of me and what could happen to me and there's no need in hiding it because to deny him down here is for him to deny you once you get to heaven. And again, God promised us an abundant life. So don't be afraid to enjoy yourself. You can still live the best life you want to live and love God at the same time. So ain't nothing wrong with being a church girl. You can still be a church girl and still be that girl. Listen to your girl so blue because I'm a living witness. I'm still that girl. <laughs> so amen, amen. So sit back, y'all. We're about to get into another break, and I'll be right back with you in a few moments. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. Beauties in the eye. We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill 
all the time and you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good, why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service so you won't have wet carpet all day long and you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet-friendly too. Why don't you get a free no-obligation estimate today? NeatlyDoneSanAntonio.com You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could... She's... She's the... The boss... Radio Network. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Blue Room. I'm your host, So Blue, and we are still discussing life lessons with Blue. I hope you guys have been enjoying this show. Lots of different gems I've been dropping. Um, and I hope you're enjoying it. You're getting a little look into a deeper delve into me and how I think and just the way, um, you know, I've been moving these past couple of months since my little hiatus. So I hope you're enjoying it. My last, my last life lesson I have to share with y'all is keep your shoulders back, held, head held high, never let that crown tilt for no one. All right. And this is just my last little encouraging um, message to everyone kings and queens to don't let your past or the cards that you've been dealt since you were born affect where you're going in the future right um i can tell you that from my personal experience um and just my testimony of how i've grown up some people know um my father was diagnosed with lung cancer when i was 11 months old and then he passed away when i was three right so i grew up in a single mother home in Howard County, my mother, smartest lady I know, right? Hardest working lady I know, raising three kids by herself while she herself in the church coming up as a minister and then later becoming a pastor. So I've seen um, a lot of different situations as far as um, life and death and hardships that happen to different families at different times. And in the midst of that, still having to be able to hold my head high and just keeping my focus on, you know, being the best I can be in memory of my father, in memory of the fact that, you know, yeah, we have a couple odds stacked against us living in such a prominent county, but working a single black mother working her nails to like the bone, (laughs) trying to make sure all three kids have everything they need while she's showing up for all three kids different ages there are huge gaps my older sister is 10 years older than me and my other brother seven uh three years older than me him and my sister are seven years apart so just all the different you know my brother's in sports my sister was into singing and then I was just everywhere I was into (laughs) to the arts I was into singing playing in the band um once I got to high school I got into journalism so I was just all over the place and my mother always found time to make time for us. And I have to say, just having that um, that push of just her encouraging us to, yeah, this sucks, 
This is where life has put us in your childhood, but we're not going to stay here. Just giving us the encouragement of we're going to keep pushing. We're going to be the best that we can be. We're always going to look to God first for all things because he's the one that's going to take care of us now. Um, Can I tell you how that really pushed me into the determined person I am today. Um, And it could have been very easy for my mother or even us just to wallow in the pity of where we were, right? Or even looking past that once I became an adult, um, just some of the decisions that I made. um, One of the things that I kind of didn't like about myself is how I dropped out of college. Um, You know, and I did that primarily just to, number one, financially, college is hard y'all so to all my younger listeners out there make sure y'all are getting them scholarships and grants like today you a sophomore today okay like today right but um not only just because of financially just because also I wasn't in a space of really appreciating where I was and that's one of the things that um I did wallow in for a while of just pity of gosh this is the first thing that I started and haven't finished Um, And I had to learn how to keep my head held high in the midst of all that, how to still make ways for myself and to figure out ways to better myself even in the midst of my mistakes. Um, And I'm so proud of myself for doing it because, again, I could have just made totally different decisions once I got out of college. I could have just still played still, you know, not focused. Um, I'm so thankful. I just kept my mind focused on being a better person for myself. Um, And in doing that, of course, I get pregnant with my daughter and I had her. Um, And again, Genesis was my new beginning because she just really matured me and opened my eyes to seeing that, you know, even with the cards I was dealt and even in the mistakes that I made prior to having her, that there's still a queen within myself. There's still a lot that I have to offer to the world. And even to her as, you know, a new baby coming into the world, there's still so much that I have to offer. Um, And how can I offer those things to the people around me? Right. And can I tell you, when you ask yourself that question, that's when you're ready to actually walk into whatever purpose you feel like you have. Um, And honestly, my purpose, I do believe, is this podcast giving an avenue of just enlightening information, enlightening conversation, having um, 45 minutes to an hour of just hearing someone encourage you and giving you things to think about. That's something that I can tell you I needed when I was younger, um, I needed that safe space. And not everywhere was a safe space because of who my mother was in the community and who I was supposed to represent as a preacher's kid, right? You can't be telling everybody all your business about, (laughs) you know, what you've been doing that's not exactly the best because you're looked at as supposed to be, you know, sin-free, spot-free, you know? Um, And it's kind of hard operating in that in that environment of trying to be real with, you know, I'm growing up just like your son and your grandson or your granddaughter that you cry to my mother about, you know, I'm, I'm still in that age range to make those mistakes too, but it's not always acceptable. Um, And even in growing up in that, I had to still learn how to have a posture of a queen, 
right? Even when I didn't always feel like the mis- the decisions I was making were queen-like, even in my mistakes and messing up and stumbling and falling, getting back up into that queenly posture of shoulders back, head high, like this crown cannot tilt. Um, and before... When I was younger, and as I mentioned, just having issues with trying not to make mistakes because of being afraid of what others would think because of, you know, who I represented in the community, um, I could tell you that I thought that same way of having the queenly-like posture, but not in a healthy way. It was in a way of I must be perfect to um, appease everyone else. I must do X, Y, and Z perfectly and, and be everywhere where I can perfectly just to always have this face of a queen, right? But even the best queens in our history have made mistakes. And it's not the mistakes that make you any less queenly or kingly. It's how you pull yourself together after the mistake. And that's what I have to encourage you all with today is even if um, you stumble and you fall, Um, Every stone that's in your crown are stories where you felt defeated, but God made a way. All the diamonds and the gems that had to be uh, roughed and burned and molded to be placed into your crown, those think of those as like all the stories and the mistakes and all the ups and the downs that you've been through that made your crown who who it is and who you are. There's always a certain posture that you should always have when you think about yourself. It should never be with your head held down. You should never be in question about if you're still worthy despite the the mistakes that you've made in the past. You should always know how strong you are. You should always know how strong you are. Even in the midst of your weakest hour, know that you are still strong because, number one, you're admitting you're weak. (laughs) It takes a strong person to admit that you're weak. And number two, you're still strong because even in that weakest hour, the strength in you to know that I'm not going to stay here long, even in the emotion of it all, knowing that I will not stay here long. I'll feel these feelings, but I won't stay here long. That's what makes you kingly-like or queenly-like. Um, know that you were born for greatness and retain that greatness in everything that you do, Um, no matter how big or small. Always know that however you present yourself to the world is how we're going to see you. Um, And I had to to learn that about myself, too, even as a younger kid. I didn't realize just walking um, kind of bent over a little bit. It it shows that you don't have uh, the best confidence in yourself. And I used to always be confused when um, you would be walking and your parents would be like, sit, uh, sit up straight or bring your back up while you're walking. Or even while you're in church, they tell you sit up straight and put your shoulders back. And I always thought, I was like, y'all just trying to control everything. But in real life, sitting up straight, having your shoulders back, your head held high, focus facing forward like those are all things that show strength it shows that you're ready for whatever can come at you and just keep that in mind when you start thinking about how you view yourself and where you see yourself being and the type of person you want to present to the world right keep that positive kingly queenly um thought within your mind and y'all 
this has been such a great episode. I'm so happy. So I just have to do a quick recap of all the life lessons because we're definitely going to have a part two to life lessons with Blue. Um, I'm definitely going to, hopefully I'll get some more hosts on here to share some of their life lessons. But um, the first lesson we discussed, she who finds herself finds a good thing. Okay. Uh, second lesson you learned from me, you can love the Lord and still be that girl. And finally, the final life lesson that we just discussed, keep your shoulders back, head held high, never let that crown tilt for no one. Um, So all my kings and queens out there, stay encouraged. I appreciate you guys so much for joining me on The Blue Room. Um, Again, I am looking for guest co-hosts to join me. Um, If you have a business that you're starting or you have started, any promotions or anything, She's the Boss Radio is the platform for you where you can definitely, on The Blue Room, um, just come share what you got. Um, I'd love to promote whatever you have going on. We love all Black-owned businesses all small businesses we love everybody here at the blue room so make sure you follow me you can follow me on facebook at the blue room podcast you can follow me on instagram at so blue so true and you can follow the show page at the blue room official and just send me a dm y'all are definitely going to be seeing um some uh um little posts from me in regards to the advertisements and the products and everything like that. So be on the lookout for my posts, guys. Make sure you follow us at She's the Boss Radio, um, and that's www.she'sthebossradio.com. And until we meet again, y'all make sure y'all stay up, stay encouraged, enjoy the last bit of this summer, and I will be back with you guys very soon. Bye, y'all. She's she's the We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music.